0: Welcome to the Bando. We trapping out right now. Word. Right now. Right now. Welcome to the Bando. Trap. Trap. Trap.
1: Hey.
2: Good morning. Good afternoon. All that. It's been a good weekend. Everybody got to see the fight last night. That's what we was just talking about.
1: I didn't. I didn't watch it, but and I really never heard about it. I haven't been on social media today yet, so I haven't seen nothing. You guys are gonna have to fill me in
2: because I don't know. Oh my god, Nate got smashed.
1: Also, I don't follow boxing.
2: So basically. well, I mean, whether you follow boxing or not, Nate getting thumped in the head—that was that was some good shit. That was some good shit. Nate, you should have trained, nigga. You should have trained. They said he did train. <laughs> he, he didn't train. If he said he trained, he was lying like a motherfucker. Because that. He, he, it was no defense.
1: Wait, is he the one that was uh, up against uh, Paul? Logan, yeah. Logan Paul? Yeah. 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 Or, what's his
0: name? Jake I mean, Jake, Jake Paul.
1: Paul.
2: Yeah, who saw the, the, the Apollo Creed meme?
0: Yeah, I seen that. One. <laughs> I, I, bro, I haven't see all the memes come out of the yard, bro. All the these that came out. It, uh, that's why if you just cut on social media, I'm pretty sure the first ten things you're gonna see is about Nate. Name, that, Probably. That, yeah.
1: I, that I haven't been it. like I haven't even opened Facebook yet today, so I don't even know. No, no. no. Steph fan.
0: Curry. Did you see what Steph Curry did? What he did? Oh, uh, okay. So go go look up Steph Curry. So on Twitter. Uh, Nate Robinson was talking about how he gonna do this fight for everybody he doing it for and how uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he gonna shock the world and then this F. Curry like three minutes after the fight was like, I see no lies in this, like you shocked the world, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. Nate was the favorite to win too. Everybody thought Nate was gonna was
2: go was gonna do it to him. Yeah, but Whoa. hasn't
1: uh Paul been boxing for a little bit? Yeah, like- one
2: fight! Are you sure? He got one fight on his record. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he had other like amateur fights, but I only know his his record is one and zero. Oh. Oh, now
0: it's two and zero. Oh. <laughs> now, <Nah, Yeah. yeah. laughs> and both yeah. of them are KOs. Damn, Nate! Yeah. You just you just, just join his list. Yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> he the tattoo, Nate got he knocked made. out by a Disney star. <laughs> just let that sink in for a
1: second. Nate did, get but Nate was out a hoover.
0: <laughs> Nate, I don't like. I don't like. This lane swerving, that's where it's got to stop. Challenge from the hoop, you would have beat them. You know uh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But <laughs> you should have like like had, nah, <laughs> had like a point ball. No, y'all should have had like a slam dunk uh, contest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, we're going to dunk and then we're going to fight. Like, you know what I'm saying? Best out of something. Like, you should have had more odds where, let's do this in Yeah, yeah. We could have just played other skills and, like, where it was. It shouldn't have went to you went to his world. Stop trying yeah. to beat motherfuckers at the shit that they good at.
1: But hey, I mean, good good on them for having the courage to step out of their comfort zone and, and you know, try to challenge somebody yeah, in, yeah. in a different in a different uh, area.
2: I, I mean big ups. That, that for kinda goes in. in line with what we're talking about today. Oh. Because that would be promoting toxic
1: masculinity.
2: Like the pump made up to get his ass whipped. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: didn't, I didn't personally give him a call in the ring and like, hey bro, I think you should fight him. Like, that wasn't my idea. Yo, happy
2: Thanksgiving y'all. It's episode three of the Bando <laughs> and obviously we're going to get into today, toxic masculinity. We're going to talk a little bit about Kevin Peterson and what happened. Over in Hazel Dell that night, it's the bando, let's go. Try it, try it. What is toxic masculinity
1: to you? Toxic masculinity to me is the perpetuation of the negative male stereotypes. Teaching the boys that it's not okay to cry, teaching the boys that it's not okay to have emotion or that... Uh, you know, that this is oh, that's just what boys do or oh, that's just what girls do. Like, you know, gender roles and perpetuating the the negative stereotypes. Okay. Um, That, you know, you you have to fight as a man and I'm not saying that you don't have to fight as a man, but not saying that that's the only thing that a man is good for is, you know, to be strong. That's not strength to me, is knowing how to fight. Strength to me is knowing you know being in touch with your emotions understanding how your actions uh cause others to feel some type of way or whatever like being internally in touch with with all the things that are around you where i feel like most boys are taught from the from the young age oh it's okay for you to be loud, obnoxious, aggressive, destructive because that's just what boys do. Like that's perpetuating the toxic masculinity.
0: If you want to pry at something, anything you can pick and find, you see what I'm saying? Something wrong with it. Okay, well in in the form of I can understand why a parent would teach them that boys don't cry. What do you get when you cry? Yeah. Let's oh. just look at society in real situation. <laughs> what do you get as a male when you cry? Absolutely like, I, I know plenty of memes. I can show you Michael Jordan right now is a meme right now. So, the, you see where I'm going? Right, to but
1: that's, that is the, pro, the pro, uh, product of toxic masculinity because in males' eyes, it's not okay to cry.
2: I'm not going to say it's not a thing. It's not real, okay? I'm going to say it's misnamed. Toxic masculinity... What they call toxic masculinity is lack of male role models, lack of masculinity. So it's not masculinity at all. So I'm going to read from Dondre Whitfield and this is what he says, a male who is grown is stuck in the mentality of a boy and generally looks to be served. A man simply put is a male who generally looks to be of service, okay? so. The challenge we face in our culture is that the grown male is a product of our making and the cycle of dysfunction that currently exists keeps all grown males spinning on the hamster wheel of maleness vigorously, moving, but not making any forward progress. Okay? Nearly 80% of teachers are female. Over 40% of boys are raised by single mothers. This means that nearly half of boys grow up with mostly or entirely feminine influence at home and school. So if you think about that for a minute and look at the statistics, it's no wonder we have grown males among every race, class, and culture. There just simply aren't enough men around to demonstrate what manhood looks like. To me, yeah. when I think about toxic masculinity, I think Dondre Whitfield hit it right on the head.
1: Well, that and then the, male, the men who are around or the males that are around as those role models, whether maybe they had a male role model when they were young or not, but they're the ones that are saying, you know, these little boys are being raised by their moms. Women are generally more emotional creatures. We, we think with our emotions you know, generally speaking more so than our logic. And if the little boys are being raised by emotional creatures and then the few men that are in their lives are like, it's not okay to be emotional. It's not okay to have emotions. It's not okay to feel anything, but that's how they've been raised. Then they're so conflicted in their being raised. And the uh, adult men that are, you know, the influence on those little boys are, maybe they're not in touch with their emotions because the generation before them did the same thing to them.
2: No, but that's the whole point. Is that When you're talking about toxic masculinity, you're talking about... You're talking about... That term itself is harmful if you're trying to make it better. Right. Because you're essentially demonizing masculinity. It's not okay to be a man. The problem is not with manhood. The problem is with hyper manhood or yeah. over manhood because right. the dude that says like okay i don't tell my son don't cry right. <laughs> That's right. I, was going with that I don't fight. tell my son like like i don't reinforce any of those stereotypes with my son and i don't feel the need to emphasize any of those stereotypes in me
1: but your son is a respectful young man
2: yeah but he got that way by me emphasizing the principles of basic manhood to him which means yes he knows he's supposed to be tough but he doesn't have to be so hard that it's ridiculous he doesn't have to be able to beat up everybody he meets but it's important for him to be tough in life he's gonna have to deal with a lot of difficult situations a lot of difficult people
0: that's where I was going when I was saying I don't know anyone around me any males or that was around me that told me it wasn't okay to cry I mean I've had situations where they've been like, what are you crying for? What are you gonna do about it? They they gave me a a thought through, you know what I'm saying? And I'm saying that comes from way back when we gotta look at how families were being raised back in. They've taken a certain set of traits and they've emphasized them
2: so that it makes it seem like these are the traits that characterize a man. That's not what makes you a man. None of these things that that they point out as toxic masculinity not, not wanting to cry, not being in touch with your emotions. None of that is manhood. If you're a real man, you're in touch with your emotions. Right, that's if, what I was saying. So, I mean, the concept of toxic masculinity is something that, that I think is being taught fallacy, fa- falsely.
1: The toxic trait is the extreme part of that, of those people that are you know, on edge at every moment because they are told, oh, it's a, it's a manly thing to fight. Exactly. So so it's, it's, it's the masculine traits that are taken to the extreme that make it toxic. Okay. So I and think I that's where that. it. I can accept
2: that, that when you take those traits to the extreme and you teach them to children, it makes it toxic. Right. But to me, it's just as toxic to tell a little boy that oh, because you got in a fight in school, that's toxic masculinity.
1: Right, and I you don't know, think that like at all.
2: That's, that, that's, and, and, and just in general, for me, when it comes to anybody who says, like, like, violence, violence doesn't solve anything, there's no place for aggression, it's almost like we're in a society where we want to breed aggression out of humans, and it's a weird thing, because, okay, anybody who says violence never solved anything...
0: Doesn't understand that the whole everything was founded off war. Yeah, right. Right. They, 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 like, they, don't, they don't know
2: understand. human history. Yeah. Violence yeah. has solved but every major problem we real, ever fucking had. But that's what I was going <laughs> back
0: to with the with right. like the now that is toxic. But like, let's go all the way back to the caveman days. Well, what was the man's role in the situation? So, for how many years is this pumped into the male that this is your role? Well, you know what I'm saying? And now and out. then you get here. And you're like, no, we want to stop all this altogether, but let's look at where we came from and look at where we're trying to go. I understand that. But to call it toxic, it's like, uh,
2: no, it's just, now, it's now just you just got to,
0: you see know what I'm saying? I think it needs we to wanna, be
2: emphasized in different ways. Right. Like I didn't teach my son to be violent.
0: No. He, and I taught him to be aggressive is, in what yeah. he wants. Right. Yeah. But I uh, didn't
2: teach him he needs to fight because we don't need to fight anymore. But we do need to be aggressive in going after our goals. I taught him to Absolutely. be aggressive and going after his goals. To me, that's the manhood I want him to have. No,
1: you And that's, not, you don't have and to that's not a toxic trait. Those are not toxic traits because those are positive, like influences in your life. But if he was aggressive in um, being ultra, like ultra macho and ultra, you know, whatever extreme, whatever and then in turn being disrespectful to women or being disrespectful to everybody that he meets because he's like, oh, I'm this big,
0: you know, aggressive
1: man because that's what I was taught. That's where you run into that toxicity.
2: But it goes like, to fatherhood, like I said. Yeah, absolutely. With, okay, and the stats that I, that, that, that I quoted was, that's, that's profound. 80% of teachers female, 40% of boys raised by single mothers. So, when you're talking about these traits that it basically equate to toxic masculinity, these are traits that are taught to men by women. Right. So, these are boys who were raised by women. That's why their masculinity is toxic. Because they don't have masculinity for men. They have well, they
1: masculinity... Don't, they, don't know how to, they don't know how to have masculinity. No, because so a woman can't
2: ever teach a man how to be a man. And that's not a sexist or 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 misogynistic thing to say that if there were more real men and we emphasized manliness or manhood over masculinity you know what i'm saying we yeah. wouldn't have this problem but as long as we continue to demonize it and be like oh that that's that, that, that that's toxic you know what i'm saying yeah. then it never gives it a chance you know what i'm saying anytime you're in a violent situation is bad we're, we're in, just think when our parents were in school, if they got in a fight, if two little boys got in a fight, and this is in reference to the, "old oh, boys will be boys thing, mm-hmm. okay? Two boys got in a fight. When our, kid, when, when our parents were in elementary school, it was, they would break them up. Both kids were going to get a stern talking to, and then they were going to probably be made to shake hands in front right. of everybody and go back to class. Yeah. Okay? That generation raised some decent men. Okay? Our single parent generation, when me and you were in school, if if we were in elementary school having a fight, the teacher's going to come, and whoever was the aggressor, whoever was winning the fight, that's who's going to get in trouble. It don't matter what happened. no not matter. He could have walked up and spit in your breakfast, but you was whooping his ass when the teacher got there, so now you're the one that's going to get in trouble for it, right? <laughs> so... So when, 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 when you look at that and the way it's evolved to now, now, if my son gets in a fight in school, if, if your elementary schooler gets in a fight at school, everybody's getting suspended or expelled, period, period. There's no, they, they have zero tolerance for it now. Yeah. And to me, it's like, how do we evolve to that? I'm not saying that violence is a good thing or that it, but. To try to weed out aggression completely, aggression has its place.
1: Yeah.
2: It needs to be taught, it needs to be trained. But to try to totally weed out aggression, you know what the world would look like if if nobody had aggression? Like like we'd be very not passionate. Passion and aggression are linked. <laughs> I guess, I so, so I mean I mean I mean, you can't just get rid of aggression. So trying to teach boys never to be aggressive is teaching boys to to basically not ever grow up to be men they're always going to be boys they're always gonna like dondre whitfield says look to be served rather than looking to be of service it's that aggression it's that manhood it's that wanting to prove yourself that makes you want to go out and help your community help your society build something great so if you get rid of it you get rid of that
1: right I think that, I think that, you know, aggression is always associated with a negative term. Mm -hmm. People always take it as a negative word, but I don't think that it always is. Like, I don't, I wish that there was, and maybe it is, maybe passion is the positive version of that. But I, I personally, I use the word aggressive or aggression, uh, not always in a negative term. Um, I did an exercise with my boyfriend the other day where he said we were actually talking about aggression versus passion and anger versus love And I said there's such a fine line between those or no, it was rage It was rage versus passion and in love versus hate and he said what color does passion? Is like what color would represent passion to you? And I said red he said what color would represent uh, rage and I said red there is such a fine line between those emotions.
2: Because they're all... Because they're bland. so
1: similar, yeah.
2: And it just seems like we're really trying to just breed out any kind of aggression. Anytime yeah. a male shows aggression, it's a bad thing. And it's it, it's also part of, part of the stigma. It's like the angry black man. Anytime a black man gets mad, it's automatically a bad thing. Anytime a male shows any kind of aggressiveness or assertive traits... That's considered a bad thing. They've even linked toxic masculinity to rape, which is crazy to me. Because, no, a motherfucker that yeah. rapes people is a sick motherfucker. Yeah. That's got nothing to do with masculinity yeah. or, or traits derived from masculinity. That's just a sick motherfucker that needs to Go. get his dick cut off. Yeah. Like, that one. okay, point. So I, think, <laughs> that point. I don't
1: disagree with you guys, but I think that where they're coming from as far as linking it to toxic masculinity, because they're saying that there's a difference between being a man and being a toxic man.
2: That's harmful because now you're saying don't teach little boys to be little boys. When they say boys will be boys, if you say boys will be boys because two little boys was fighting and you made them shake hands and get back in the car, okay, that's boys will be boys. If you say boys will be boys because they try to burn some shit down, no, that's not boys will be boys. That's yeah. little arsonist-ass motherfuckers right, and need to get yeah. their ass That's toxic, <laughs> tra- the toxic traits. Those are the ones
1: that, like, those are the things. But
2: it's not, and see, and, and that's the thing. It has nothing to do with masculinity. It has everything no. to do with parenting, yes. fatherhood, yep. and manhood. Yeah, More fathers, more real men, mm-hmm. and you don't have toxic masculinity. So it's a thing where... real
1: men not real males where
2: you want to make a term to separate two things you want to say there's masculinity and there's toxic masculinity i totally understand that yeah right but by having this term you're hurting this term
1: just like feminists like they get a bad rap because they're you know a lot of them are quote-unquote men haters Mm -hmm. but true feminists are not that way Mm -hmm. like they want just they just want equality like they want to be treated like equals they don't they're not trying to take away from men they're trying to say like respect me as an equal so but the the you know if you walked up to somebody and you said oh i'm a feminist they're gonna automatically assume that you hate men like not always but that's kind of the the Mm -hmm. one is the other like so you hear the word toxic masculinity and you say, what did I do wrong? I say, I'm a feminist. They're like, oh, you hate men. I'm like, no, I don't. I want to be treated like an equal. Okay. You know, so there's the, it's there's a trade-off in all of these terms and whatever and it's
0: everybody putting themselves in a box everybody yeah. feel like they got to pick a side on something like i said why can't you just be somebody who like we do i'm right just, to I'm just a person you know what i'm right. saying i'm just a person trying to live like yeah, right. at the end I'm of the day like, do like yeah don't, like, don't tell don't me that what me i do like how you would do yourself right and, exactly you know
2: what and, happens is when you make these terms yeah and all these people boxes. start to be hypersensitive to it yeah. and look for it so yeah. now anytime you exactly. say any time you tell your son, don't cry, like, yeah, okay? Now
0: you're teaching them toxic na- masculinity. Na- yeah, like, toxic masculinity. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like, you know what
2: I'm saying? My son is crying because he can't play with the toy that this kid left with because it's his. Exactly. No,
0: don't cry. You oh,
2: yeah. right, right. <laughs> like that's I, not toxic?
0: I that's, mean, that's, I,
2: that's, that's that's he can sit down and talk to me about why he wants to cry, but you don't need to cry cuz you can't play with something that don't belong to you. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? That part. But now if I do that at the park, it's somebody's going to tell me, right. you're, you're, "You're teaching your son toxic message. Get the fuck out of my face." Yeah. You
0: bitch. right. With all that. I don't, with I all disagree. cuz like
2: like,
1: like it's, I, it's just an extreme term, I feel like it, it is it's, it's it's, what it's I mean, like
0: but like to to be able to use that term is to be able to live like y'all was telling me that I'm living in a fantasy world. That's that's like yeah. what it is is because it's like to act like now that we have the same everything is on an equal playing field it's not. So for him to teach him something yeah. is is because the, you get where I'm going here? Like, there's no way that this could exist if less it's a perfect world. Yes. Then it could be toxic masculinity. masculine yeah. and Picking on somebody picking on somebody. So if that's a form of that you're like, oh, there's masculinity because they're running picking fights, that's just somebody picking. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, an asshole. Man. That's, yeah, an, yeah, asshole, that's right? an asshole. That's an asshole. As like
2: another example, somebody gave me that's a man. Like that's, was was ugh. um was a guy making fun of another guy who chooses to dress feminine because he dresses feminine. Now I was like, okay, that's a good example. Where's the toxic masculinity in that To me. There's toxic masculinity on both sides of that. Because if I'm a dude that chose to dress in a feminine way and I go outside, it ain't nothing somebody's going to say to me that's going to make me feel a certain way because I'm confident and masculine. (laughs) Okay? I am confident and masculine enough that if I see a motherfucker dressed like a female, I don't need to make him feel any kind of way because I'm confident in my motherfucking self. That's real masculinity. There's nothing toxic. About that, the motherfucker that's gonna make fun of the dude for dressing feminine—that's not toxic masculinity.
0: That's, that's
2: insecurity yeah, that's and being an asshole. Yeah, okay. Like we need to start using appropriate terminology. An asshole is an asshole. It don't got nothing to do with being toxic or trying to impart some different traits. Yeah. Trait. He's not trying to teach you nothing. He's just trying to be an asshole to you. You
0: yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: You shouldn't take nothing from it but that we don't need to be hypersensitive to all of these things. What you have is a generation of men who are in the house and not contributing in the most important way, which is fatherhood. That's
1: that's a crazy.
2: And that's a that, that's a crippling and horrible stat. That that 40% of these kids have a man in the house who is not a father figure.
1: That's crazy. So those aren't necessarily, like, those are not the stereotypical, like, masculine, toxic masculinity, like, people that I have envisioned in my mind. It's the, um, and I'm not saying that everybody that is this stereotype is this way, but the ones that drive the lifted trucks and that they are highly disrespectful to people. Okay. That they, you know, work out every day because they want to get yoked or whatever the, whatever they are doing because those are the things that they are reinforcing that mean that they're a man. Uh-uh. Because if you have muscles, you're a man. If you have a big truck, you're a man. If you have you know, power over women, you're a man. Those are the traits that to me are the toxic ones, not the ones that you're talking about, about you know, showing a positive role model. Okay. Those are positive. Those are, please give us more of those. But it's those, the extremists that don't understand that just because you have muscles make that doesn't make you a
2: man their manhood.
1: right those are the toxic masculinity mm-hmm. men right. that people are talking about or at least that's how i understand it yeah. it's those men that are walking around that are that are toxic for little boys
2: but who because is it that looks at those dudes as manly men i
1: don't look at that dude and think damn Okay. Yeah, because
0: you know
1: what it is to be a man versus a male, like you were saying with this book, is okay. those men don't little boys. Okay, what are little boys uh, exposed to growing up? Cartoons with action heroes, uh, action movies. It's great to be the hero. It's great to be this. It's great to be that. You know, oh, you're if you're a good fighter, then you're a good, uh, you know, whatever. I'm not saying that fighting isn't isn't you know, there isn't a place for it. I'm saying that this is what they're exposed to. What they're being raised to, to believe is that you have to, you know, that you have to fight, you have to be the hero, you have to be strong, you have to be an uh, action star, you have to be all of these things to be a man. So then when they see you walking around and you're just, you know, you're comfortable in your skin, you're just doing your own thing, you're not doing whatever, they look at you like, oh, that's a guy and then they see these guys with these big trucks and these monster trucks and these, these big things and obnoxious and loud and over the top and they're like oh that's an action star i want to be like that guy
2: okay. okay
1: like they when they get older and they realize oh that guy's a piece of shit and he's actually really not a good person and they then they come across you and they say oh he's actually got his life together and he's well-rounded and he's a good person i wish i had spent more time with that person
2: Anytime I interact with teenage boys, I can usually tell which ones have a dad and which ones don't. Mm. You know how I can tell? Usually, when I hang around with teenage boys, like my son and his friends, most of them have a father in the house because my son was raised in a rural area. Yeah. So, a lot of two-parent families. Okay. Um, so a lot of his friends Come from two parent households And they have a dad in the house And they're way more respectful They care Way less about The perceived manly things Right Whereas When I interact with Young boys, teenage boys Who don't have fathers In the house They tend to be more concerned with impressing you Mm-hmm. they 're the ones that want to prove they 're manly to you in the wrong ways they 're no, the ones that the want to prove traits. how tough to you right. they are but you those are the guys that grow up to be the lifted pickup truck right. I mean because it starts then it right. starts when they're teenagers so if these boys who when they 're teenagers, they start emphasizing that when i 'm interacting with 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 the younger generation to me it 's always my goal to make sure that i know how i'm being perceived by younger men yeah you know i never want to be perceived by a younger man as what i used to be Right. i wouldn't want them to see me as like a thug or or, or think because hey, you're this aware cool. of that About you're like, aware like that. of
1: it and that's the that's the struggle with this with the with this terminology is that so you said you know you can tell which ones have a male role model in the home the ones that don't that goes to those men, those boys are that's who's being raised by action movies and action stars and heroes and the media, and, and yeah. because they, they have their sensitive mom, or you know, she's probably a strong, independent woman. Like, they get to see that strong woman, but they don't see the strong man.
2: We have to begin to create and implement some modern day rites of passage for our boys that signal to their minds and spirits that they are beginning to matriculate into manhood. These things should be a focus, not of masculinity, but of manhood, which has service at the core of it. For instance, taking a boy out into the community to serve the homeless, help people in need, or serve the needs of children who have fewer resources these would be good ways to start showing our boys ways that they can be men without having to be toxic masculines yes okay and ultimately the quote i would end with from dandre whitfield is that when you enable a boy you disable a man Last Wednesday, the independent investigation team investigating the death of Kevin Peterson, 21-year-old black man killed in Hazel Dell, was completed. The investigation was completed. Right now, it's up to Clark County Prosecutor Tony Golick whether he would like to pursue charges. Um, against, it will also be. Yeah, against officers. Okay. So they haven't officially been charged yet. The officers involved are placed on administrative leave. Three deputies fatally shot Kevin Peterson following a planned drug sale of 50 Xanax pills between him and a confidential informant outside a Quality Inn motel in Hazeldale on the evening of October 29th. The shooting occurred shortly before 6 p.m. in the parking lot of a shuttered U.S. Bank branch. Adjacent to the motel. Right now, we've had we, we've had some protests already because of it. We have to look at this case and just kind of make our own make our own determinations. They released the video. They released the full investigation. So, what do you guys think about it?
1: After watching the video, it's like. It's horrible that he died. I don't think that the cops went out of their way to you know, to murder this man. I don't think that they murdered him.:
2: In the video, to me, I'm just thinking of the situation, and it's like we talked about before. I look at it, what would I have done in his situation? If I was in his situation, when I pulled into that quality end, I would have gave up right there because it's a thing. the police jumped out, they was ready for you. We're going by what the investigation team says. There's been a lot of conflicting reports. There was reports that he fired at them, there was reports that um, his body was somehow disrespected after and I didn't see any of those things happen.
1: But he did aim. He did he point did, his weapon point. at
2: the police. And so and so. I think a lot of people are hung up on that conflicting point. Right. And I think one thing doesn't change what what what, what actually happened. I mean, he should have gave up. And I'm just going to say it outright. He should have gave up. He should not have ran.
1: Well, and, and like you pointed out, there's a part in the video after he runs away and the cops kind of pursue him, but then they kind of fall back a little bit. And he, there's another video of him walking out from behind the bank with his hands up. Like at that point, to me, it looks like he's giving up, but then he does a whole bunch of other weird shit and then runs away again and still has the gun. And from watching the video, I thought he was in the back area, you know, ditching all the stuff that he had on him that would be incriminating. Then he's walking up casually, like with his hands up, like, okay, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. But then he still has the gun on him.
0: Had several chances to just like get rid of the gun or and you know, I mean, give up because once they jump out on you, they know who you are, you're not really going anywhere from that situation. They wasn't never gonna give up, so I mean, at
2: that point, you know, that even if you was to somehow get away and make it home, when you get home, they're gonna be there
0: waiting, they're waiting on you there too. But like, like the fact that you jumped out and ran okay you put yourself in the hot water real quick okay why not get rid of everything you know, in your run you know what I mean and then give up behind the bank because you gave up everything while running threw everything away and then gave up or what you know like now that now it's like a what are you talking about situation you could have played it that way but I just don't know I, same thing here I don't know What the why, reason Why you was, was holding on To something that was Going to get you more time If they did catch you If you You know what I mean Why you was holding on to any, any of that Like Let's assume that Okay You saying that You're not going to get caught But holding a gun And shit If you do get caught With it You know It's more More time Etc I'm assuming that you Don't have the right To care Maybe you got to, I don't know I don't know but. Well you showed up To do the deal You showed up To do a deal
2: With a C.I. You ain't show up. It's not like you were sitting in the parking lot and a cop saw something happening and pulled in and you could give him a story and he gonna go away.
0: Yeah. This is, this is... The jump out boys. Yeah, this
2: was, this is They was there for you already. Yeah. They had your text message of, yeah. of you, you showing pictures of the pills. They, they, yeah. they got everything already. You're, you're caught when you pull in. And anybody who's in that life and doing that kind of business...
0: You know that, yeah. This like is, this I is mean, going down. Like at that <laughs> point, like those are the days that you hate to see. But you, but when you, you, you know see somebody it is, snitched
2: on you when you pull you know, into the like parking lot to like, do a deal you know, and the police is already there. Somebody snitched.
0: We yeah, know that. We know this. Yeah, I mean, like you know what I mean that you get jammed up on whoever you're supposed to be meeting right there and there is not who they say they are. Exactly. <laughs> whoever right. that you're meeting right there is, and you know that. So like, at that point, why even? add to it by
2: getting out and running okay so now you want to run the police is gonna try to do what they have to do to contain and try to catch you all right if you watch the video he had a couple of chances where he could have where he could have he could he could have let the gun stay down and and put his hands up
0: and just you know what I mean I mean or just you know you could have laid on the ground and just gave up bro like like it's kind of hard to shoot somebody that's not, you see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah.
0: Actively making no moves, but like then again, they probably could have. I don't know, but at the same time, the who knows? And I don't want
2: it to seem like, 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 like we just we just piling up on on this this kid because it definitely is tragic that he got killed.
1: Absolutely. And,
2: I mean, everybody's
0: trying to make it home. You see what I'm saying? The mean,
2: today, so. so I mean, in that situation when anyway. he's running. He pulled the gun out. You got all these cops you could hear on the radio. Yeah. Okay? That's a situation where once the gun came out, there's no turning back. There's you you've embarked on a course of action that is that is most likely going to lead to you getting shot or but killed.
0: But it, but it, like when as I'm looking at the video, it didn't immediately lead there, like no, like normally, like it does. Like it didn't right. immediately lead there. It was just like several times where, like he kept running off with it and keeping it, and it's like okay, like they know you got it. They sur- they surrounding you. Like it's gonna be more of them than it is you. You're not. Come on, man. Well, then the investigation I I- team
2: said the sheriff's deputies fired. 34 rounds, he was hit by 4 rounds. Mm. So that means that means they were shooting at him, when you watch him run in back behind the bank and they chase him behind the bank, they started shooting at him as soon as he ran behind the bank. question would be, should they have already been shooting when he ran behind the bank? The fact that they missed 30 times <laughs> says that they was putting other people in danger by just firing right. off rounds. Right. Because... I mean, 34 rounds, and you only hit four times? That means there's 30 stray bullets that went into the air with no names on
0: them. Damn. Yep. I didn't
1: even Damn. think about it like that. I looked at it. I looked. When you said it just now, I was like, oh, yeah, they were probably shooting warning shots at, around him. Like, But then
2: you put in... You don't ever fire warning shots. For that specific reason. You don't fire warning shots. That's the specific reason the police are not allowed to fire a warning shot. Makes sense. Because a bullet doesn't have a name on it. Once once it comes out that chamber, it's going until it's done. Whatever it hits, it hits. You can't remote control it. Right. So you fire a warning shot, it goes into the apartment next door.
1: Right.
2: (laughs) Like... Right. So when they're firing thirty rounds, you look at the area where the bank is. There's apartments back there. They just came from where a hotel is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Damn. When I mean? those
2: thirty round? <laughs> when those thirty rounds hit?
1: Yeah. That's Damn. crazy. I never Where'd thought Where go? About it, like,
0: people, had to, and people had to get down. Like, oh shit. But but when you put it in that uh, sense, thirty four shots, bro. At what point did they start shooting? Because in the video, it's no sound to it. So you like. Yo, at what point maybe they led him to the decision of being like that was his only option when shooting it out. Well, and see, and that's the other
2: question. What if when he came out in front of the bank, like you see when he came out in front of the bank, we all, when we saw him walking past that camera, said it looked like he had his hands up and he was coming out. Right. Okay, but then you can see from the other camera, he goes running across. So did they start shooting at him as soon as he came out? And that's why he ran like that. Because we're all looking at it like, what is he doing? He runs this way, then runs that way, and runs back.
1: Yeah.
2: It doesn't make sense. Right. So maybe that's where they started shooting at him. And if that's the case, then he didn't have the opportunity to surrender. And that would be 100% wrong. Right.
1: Right. Totally. And the video that we watched, um, who who produced it? Like, who who made it? Where did it come from? Was it... The video that they used in their like independent invest- investigation that is the
2: official video from the independent investigation team, and they posted it online so that anybody can see it. That's the video they're going to use in court.
1: Because there's always the official information, and there's always the unofficial. Yeah. Information there's always the that, stories around
0: the official right. information. Yeah, but they they was using bank cameras. <laughs> right.
2: They used well, the bank camera and the camera at the place across the street.
1: Right. Well, what I was meaning was like the how he was saying maybe yeah. they didn't ha- maybe he didn't have the opportunity to surrender because they started shooting as soon as he came out with his hands up. Like we don't know that yeah. because aren't there aren't there cameras on the police cruisers? Like wouldn't we be able? No. to... No,
0: why come Vancouver police don't have cameras? That's a good question. And I would Wait, say
1: they don't.
2: No, Vancouver police don't have body cams.
1: Not body cams, dash cams.
2: Yeah, but there's no cars back there where they were at. So so like I'm talking about that front, that
1: front that front video, front part from
2: the Oh, the so city. yeah, so the cop so, that was parked out there should yeah, have a dash would, cam yeah. video. I don't know if they have dash cams. That's a good question. Um but I know they don't have body cams and for people who are going to be outraged at this and want to do something about this, that is a good goal. get Vancouver police to wear body cams. I mean, if anything else could come of this, say that, because right now what the investigation team has released is all we have. And that does not look good for him. So, maybe... If those cops was wearing body cams, we'd see a different story. Because we could know, if they were wearing body cams, we would know exactly when they started shooting. And exactly. where he was
1: at in yeah, relation to those doing, who were shooting. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: it seems like right now that's critical to the story. Right. We're very critical. Because, yeah, if they started shooting as soon as he came out in front of the bank... Mm-hmm. That's yeah. not a good look. That's not, that's not a good look at all. If they didn't start shooting... Like, if they started shooting when he dropped the gun, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Because 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 then, to me, they can reasonably say that they thought he was going to pick it up and turn around and fire. So if they started firing at him there, still if, bite, it's hard still to digest. Hole, but. but, okay, if they started firing after he pointed the gun and these motherfuckers is just really bad shots, <laughs> then, okay? But if they started shooting when he's standing out in front of the bank, then that's all wrong. Right. Yeah. Because somebody should have, there should have been some commands given, there should have been, and even in the video, the only time that they talk about encountering him and giving him commands is out of the view of the cameras. Right. So that's that's what they say happened. And that's all we have to go on. So right. body cams would go a long way to tell us what happened in those confrontations behind the building, yeah. where they said they were giving him commands. Because there's a couple times where they say yeah. that they said to him, "Drop the gun." Yeah. Right. And if that's the case, that also looks bad for him. But yeah. Th- without body cams, there's no way to know. True. And yeah. it is very important to note the audio is edited. How do you know that? Because at the moment when everybody starts running, there's nothing on the radio. So there is no, like if you notice, you're listening to the radio science, there's no moment where you hear, he's running, he's running. They just show you the text on the screen that says he ran and was confronted. There's no, oh, he's running, I got him behind the building. You don't hear that on the radio. Maybe that's not how they do, but... I mean, that's what I used to hear on Cops. <laughs> yeah. no, really? yeah. When you say full transparency, that's what full transparency is. Yeah, that means you mean. don't edit the audio. Yeah. That means you got body cams. Yeah. Yeah. That means you we launched the, the drone. Situation. Like, why did they wait? They had a drone.
0: Yeah.
2: You launched the drone after he's dead?
0: Yeah.
2: Why didn't they launch the drone when his ass was running around behind the bank? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Why didn't they launch the drone then? Like, like, like I mean, if you had a drone on site, why did they wait till after he was down and then launch the drone? Wouldn't they want to do that when he's running? You
1: would think, but...
2: Damn. He ran. Damn. Let me launch this drone, and you go
0: chase him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, why even chase him? Because we going to just have his drone following him. Like, what is he going to do? Like, okay... Bro, they holding pro athletes to a high standard right now. Could we not could we not do the same with police? Like we keep we keeping up with you from what? Grade school, bro. We need to know your behaviors. You know why? Cause we're gonna give you this lethal fucking weapon. Yeah. Like, so from the beginning we wanna know what, what you're doing. You see what I'm saying? Right. To police the people, you know what I'm that's where we get the trigger happy situations and oh this person has a past of this. You're like, how how did this slip under the police's nose? Right. Or, oh,
1: this kid was bullied all through high school by this certain, you know, person or this certain group of people, like, then they're going to have a little bit more bias towards those people than those who they weren't bullied by. So... You know, and I'm not saying that all cops were bullied or yeah, that all no, cops no, are compensating that, yeah, or, or anything right. like that because that's definitely not the case. But there are those few in there. That, 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 that's
0: the case. And and, and those are those. That's what I was talking about. This shouldn't slide in. The right. few bad apples. The few yeah, bad apples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The few bad, <laughs> there should be no bad apples. Like, right. right, yeah. But
2: the police academy is six to eight months. Six
0: to eight, so eight
2: months. So six to eight months of training to be a cop.
1: Wow.
0: Right here. <laughs> it's
1: just always you you
0: brought up you (laughs) brought up a good point too it was like oh why come they even still use lethal weapons like there's so many different type of weapons that they could use that they could just apprehend somebody well you think about that you You,
2: you got you you got tasers you got beanbag guns you got rubber bullets everything you got a lot of non-lethal
0: ways to to, take somebody down so I mean killing them anyway you know what I'm saying so that situation he would have been hurt but he would have been I think the
1: the fear of that though is is he did have a real gun, yeah. so if they hit him with a rubber bullet,
2: and he gets off a shot, and
1: he gets off a shot and potentially yeah. puts an officer's life at risk,
0: yeah. So
1: I true. I can see it from both sides. Like I don't think that you know a lot of these fatality situations should have been fatal. I think they could have used other forces, and and there are things that I'm like. You, easily could have used a rubber bullet or whatever, but I understand it from their side of it, too. Like you said, everybody's trying to get home, so they're thinking, okay, I'm using rubber bullets, and he's using a real gun. Like, I don't want to bring, what is the saying, a knife to a gunfight? Yeah I, feel like, like, yeah,
0: I also feel like why come our police aren't treated like the NBA? Why come we're not, you know what I mean, like, actually have more qualifications than just being with no Criminal background, like that's that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. to subdue people, like the whole situation seems just iffy from the from the jump. I mean, you know if you're I gonna mean? give like, somebody a gun, it, yeah, and and
2: tell them to enforce the law, yeah, you should give them a high, yeah, high they, level
0: of training to go with it. To exactly. With I mean, situations it should be from the beginning. You yeah, see what I'm saying?
1: but I mean, isn't what like when George Floyd died? There was a lot of memes that were going around that were comparing the career paths of different professions i don't know how accurate they were because it was on the internet and i didn't right. actually do my research but you know uh people in the cosmetology world are saying like how come i as a hair cutting coloring specialist have to go to school for longer and have more requirements to be a cosmetologist who cuts hair and dyes color or like colors hair you know yeah. Um, than a cop who is supposed to be protecting us and, and knowing all the laws and knowing everything about everything. I'm not putting cosmetologists down because I think that's a great profession, but what I'm saying is like they're, that makes, that's, that's, a, that's two completely different point. entities, and so why are we holding one that isn't necessarily a life- or-death situation to, to, higher, higher,
0: standards to
1: higher qualifications than those who are supposed to serve and protect
2: not much when you really when you really consider what there they lies have the to
0: problem do. and why we had 30 something shots took why the whole <laughs> situation so escalated hit. to where it was and that's what I'm saying is like yo like
2: I mean that's a big deal when you talking is. about when you talking about the level of training because 30 34 rounds fired <laughs> for hit like you cannot emphasize that enough that is yeah. Wow, that's not good. This is not action. This, this is not action, Jackson. This is not the movies. You can't and just run around busting your gun in the
0: streets and just right? openly like
2: <laughs> like, like open is, they streets. was firing. They was firing. If you see in the video when he sits up and points the gun,
0: they was already firing. They was, the bullets already, was already flying over his okay, head. Okay, so yeah. bullets
2: already flying
1: around him. Okay, he only got hit four times. But then I also wonder, like because he did trip and fall did did he get clipped in his leg leg or something is that why he fell like did they ever say where he got that's hit That's what
0: that's what I was wondering too like No they like, just
2: said he got hit he got shot four times
0: Yeah that's what they I was didn't wondering say where too because he got so I was shot. saying I was like oh, yeah. it depends on when they start shooting too because if you like if I took off running and you start shooting at me I feel like I have no way out now at yeah. this point I don't have any well, way so out not at from the police point, yeah. Like, Right. yeah like there's no way out from there but to shoot back so you like left him with no options so you are guilty you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying if that's the case that's what I said like, if
2: he came out in front of the bank and tried to give up and they started shooting at him that's all the way wrong
1: yeah
2: but that's not the story they're telling them we can't prove anything Why? because they don't have cameras right
0: obviously there,
2: there wasn't a dashboard camera on that vehicle sitting in the parking lot
0: and right I and mean they don't have did they, I mean we don't know that because we don't know what they chose <laughs> to show us right. that's the thing is right. like it's it is a yeah. skewed situation in that one like, and it comes down know. to
2: the independent investigation team is supposed to be independent that's why there are cops that aren't from here that are doing the investigation but then the question just goes it's just cops, cops investigating but,
1: cops right about the brothers in blue like there
2: should be, should there yeah. do you guys think there should be like a civilian entity involved yeah in oh, yeah a, in yeah a, in definitely an investigation team I definitely, definitely.
1: who cuz who is policing the police the police yeah, exactly.
0: exactly like that yeah. doesn't
1: make any sense at all and, or, I'm yeah. glad that, they, that that's the protocol to have other police investigate the department that is you know yeah. in question but it's kind of, I feel like it's kinda of one of those things like at the end of the day you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back if you ever get in the hot water later. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda of, you know, kinda of thing. So Yeah,
0: it's hard for like maybe, we didn't maybe see maybe the not. open stories. It's right. hard for cops to turn over other cops. Yeah, that yeah, We we know that. Right. But you know what, with the
2: whole Kevin Peterson thing, what I think it all just basically summarizes to is, one, that kid should have made better decisions. And people in his life that knew he was living like that, they should have tried to stop him or help him find another way. He was going to a parking lot to make a deal for 50 Xanax. He was driving a Mercedes. He was driving that Mercedes either because of those pills or he's got money another way which means he didn't need that, okay? But either way, there should have been somebody in his life that stopped him from that path. And the police in this situation, I still believe they did the best they could, but our police do need body cams Absolutely. and they need better training before we send them out there. So I think it's a legislation thing. It doesn't mean we need to, we need to hate the police or, or we need to be against the police, but what it does mean is our police need reform. They need training, and they need body cameras.
1: Yeah, and I will just say, I mean, I agree with you on pretty much everything that you just said, but I do want to say that obviously it is not the people in this man's life to feel guilty Yeah. for his decisions because you might have been telling him you don't need to live this way, you don't need to live this way, you don't need to live this way at the end of the day it was his choice (laughs) weirdest MMA fight sees female
2: bantamweight, knock out a 529 pound man what's bantamweight? Yeah, um, Bantam nice. weight is like, like, like uh, you like under 140 pounds. Oh, yeah, so I she was that. yeah she was 139 <laughs> pounds yeah. and he was 529 pounds. And this the bill was titled Our Business. Our yeah. business. Wow. Okay. And it was a matchup that put 139 pound Dorina Majuk against super heavyweight blogger Gregor Christiakov. Blogger. <laughs> yeah, he was a blogger.
1: Wait, is she act- is she an actual fighter? I and think he's she a actually
2: is a fighter, and he's a blogger. But I think he thought he, <laughs> could, he could do it because of his size.
0: That's what he told her. Oh, he just
2: watched the video, bro. and it's gonna be posted on our Facebook page for you to watch too. Bro. He had it,
1: the same confidence that, that, the, um, that the basketball <laughs> player uh, had going this I what knew she was going there.
2: If you drove old Victor to the fight,
0: <laughs> he didn't get back you walking home.
2: That's what I said
0: earlier. He <laughs> walking home. You, you did not turn home with your me car. if you rode
2: with me and got your ass whipped like that by that little girl. Bro.
0: Oh, no. Bro, wait, wait, wait. But that's toxic. <laughs> 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 you gotta be oh boy. my god. That's That's physics. She ain't supposed to be able to beat his, his mean, ass. No. No, she was not. No, I was just calling I was just no. calling If you up. picked her up and bro. threw her at him,
2: it shouldn't have worked.
0: It have.
2: <laughs> She beat the brakes off his Bro, bag. when he
0: hit the ground, bro. Yo.
2: She, I got I, I at least 100
0: punches She threw 100 punches And <laughs> no, I'm playing, playing.
1: <laughs> The thing about it Which is crazy Is that she's not even The one that got him On the ground He fell on his own Yeah know, but what
0: was it like, what Was it from the punches Yeah She oh, tapped like, up. He Was going yeah, she, like, she, she like She like gave him A couple on the leg down. Like, him I I him down. Like, down. She was tapping him On Cause I remember The Superman punch <laughs> She jumped it Yeah Yeah He was getting dazed Yeah I think he was already Like on the.
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> Maybe her punches didn't look like they were landing as hard as they were. How <laughs> they gonna look like they landed? And it looked like she was punching a big giant ass pillow.
0: I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tapped out. Not only did he get like you, she, you she can't went, tap out when you get punched. That's not okay. Bro, he tapped out of the punches.
2: <laughs> I never seen somebody getting punched in the head tap out. I thought that was uh, only for uh, submission Yeah. Holds.
0: Yeah. Me too. Me too. I didn't know that. Like that was.
1: Well, he's a blogger. so yeah,
0: that was real. He tapped. He was like, I can't he was seriously t- t- tapping.
1: He tapped a
0: wall to the room. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, all right, all right, all right. Get him <laughs> out of here. He
2: wanted to make sure your bell is really getting rung,
0: man. Yeah, bro. Bro. He must have been t- like I should. I wanted to see the le- what led up to the fight. Like he must have really been typing away. He was really he blogging. <laughs> he
1: was really, really I
0: really mean, well, okay. You see the way he danced in the ring. Yeah. That Rolled on the yeah. ground when he got yeah, hit. Yeah, do some did. fancy shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, that's not sumo wrestling, bro. That's that was not. That, that,
2: that was almost as bad as Nate Robinson getting knocked the fuck out. No, 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 Nate can't be worse. Nate can't be
0: worse. Nate can't be worse. He got socked up by like she was 130, he was 500 pounds, bro, and she socked him up like. Like at that point, it, it went like she took him to school, bro. Like she like really trained him right there, like. He gonna say he had his first professional fight. Like
2: (laughs) we gonna teach Alicia to fight like that? Man, and then we gonna go to the bar and start shit.
0: Just (laughs) pick
1: fights with people, just randomly.
2: Okay, so Kevin Hart is in trouble again. So things got heated on Saturday. When 41-year-old comedian made an, appearance, made an appearance on a social media platform called Clubhouse. I don't know nobody who got a Clubhouse account, but apparently Kevin Hart I did thought it. that was
1: Mickey Mouse's name. <laughs> but he was accused like, of
2: disrespecting know. black women and delivering misogynistic jokes. They were talking about a joke he told in his Netflix comedy special, Zero Fucks Given. In the joke, he says, A week goes by... Dad, I don't like Rob no more. I like this boy named Tim, Hart said. Instantly, in my mind, I said, my daughter a hoe, this is hoe shit, hoe activity right in front of my face. So if you've seen that special, Zero Fucks Given, then you're familiar with that joke. If you haven't, then watch Zero Fucks Given because that shit is funny.
0: And, like, that's that's the thing, though, is, like, bro, what is he? He's a comedian. So we really can't, like, nitpick what a comedian says because that's what they do. Like, I like we were talking about the Deaf Comedy Jam, how if we would have run that in today's time, bro, it would have got off air in two minutes because how sensitive everybody is. But we got to forget, you can't forget, the dude's job title is, like, he's yeah. comedians yeah. are supposed to be edgy and say things that, like, you know what I mean? Well, Versus, I- like, And if he really felt like that, I don't know if he really felt like that, like, I feel like he just was, you know what I'm saying, like, he was telling jokes. He also said,
2: he also said that he talked to some hoes he knows and they confirmed that that was how they started out.
1: That's how all, that's how all teenagers start out, like. You like somebody for joking, one second,
0: and then he makes jokes. I get I mean, it. I'm yeah. not mad at him. I'm not mad at I, not I, out I for just for it. Think, I was like, come on, I just man, think was, people would be insensitive. Yeah, I mean,
2: I mean this. I thought it was a, yeah, a funny
0: ass joke. I mean, it's, it's funny I have two daughters, and I still right. thought it's it was. funny. You have a daughter. You thought it was funny. It's as funny it's like you just joking. You can tell, homie. He just. Telling jokes Well but. that's
2: all I can say I mean if my daughter Was talking about Some Tim and some Rob I might have to
0: We might have to Have some conversations <laughs> Yeah I mean we, we might have conversations you see know what I'm saying But Would you ever call Your daughter a hoe? No but like In a joke Okay he's joking You yeah. see what I'm saying He's like Taking it to the extreme Versus right. a dad Being like Hey hold on And listen Well um, and that's supposed To be thing. a space you know I mean? for that
2: You know what I'm saying I right. mean he's on stage He's telling his jokes Take it as that. Why y'all gotta try to turn it into something to further your agenda? Because it's like they start slamming him, talking about he's he's tearing down black women. How how all of a sudden him telling a joke about his daughter is an assault on
1: black women? I have a question though. I have a question though because you said that he was in trouble for misogynist or what? What Would you say Misogynistic 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 statements? So was he saying other stuff on this clubhouse that that? ...was some kind of way, and then also they're using this joke in his special as, like, confirming it. Like, oh, see, like, it's a pattern. No, it
2: was just that joke that that they were pretty much going off of. And that was the only section that I could say was even really like that. But what was
1: he saying on Clubhouse?
2: They were having, on Clubhouse, they were having a a conversation. And I guess it was women talking about his comedy special. Oh, got
1: it. And they were saying
2: that his jokes were disrespectful to black
1: women. Got it, okay. So. Do you really think, though, that at home, like, in his actual relationship with his daughter...
0: Exactly.
1: He he genuinely thinks that she's a hoe?
2: No, I definitely don't think
1: Right, exactly. And And I don't think that he...
2: he, And I don't think that he gives her that impression. I think that he was
0: telling a fucking joke. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's where I'm going with it. Like, bro, it's... Leave it alone, like, people stop yeah. being, stop, so stop acting so- sensitive about everything, we gotta, we can't forget what the dude's paid to do. He's paid to flirt right. with the lines, like, that's right. what he does. But yeah. what I would add to it is Kevin Hart really
2: didn't make the shit better. Because he no was no. trying to defend himself, and <laughs> he questioned the people who were questioning him and no said no. they simply wanted to see his downfall. So he referenced uh, Hannibal Burris's 2014 comedy show, oh no. where Hannibal Burris famously called Bill Cosby the rapist. Uh huh. Okay. Before,
1: he, before it happened? Yeah. and
2: that, well, oh. well, well, he stated that Burris brought Cosby down, which many perceived a lot of the people on the platform. They saw that as now, okay, not only did you make misogynistic jokes, but now you're defending a, a sexual predator in Bill Cosby. So they really went in on him. Oh.
1: Yeah.
2: No. So. Oh, <laughs> Kevin! Oh no! So I mean, it's like it's like Kevin. You should have just left Hannibal Burris alone. Yeah, yeah
0: You should have just been quiet. Like, I, see
1: Buress, I see what he was, was trying to do there, but like I don't think that it was um, the right example because
0: yeah, yeah when on your helmet, bro. Just because don't the nothing. one
1: that went down. Ugh, not the same thing not the same thing
0: you can't get the you can't get the (laughs) itchy fingers bro when they be on your helmet you want to say something back especially when you be reading it you just can't you just can't say back you can't chant back yeah especially when you win it bro like you just dropped the comedy special The shit was funny You know what I mean? Just let it be what it's gonna be. You know, eventually it'll go over, it'll boil over, but.
2: Don't bother responding to the haters.
0: Yeah, And if you
1: do respond, don't respond with something that's gonna be, make it worse. It's gonna
2: be more controversial. I guess,
1: for me, I would've responded with, do I think my daughter's actually a hoe? No, it was a fucking joke.
0: Yeah, let it go. Like, I'm a comedian. let it go.
1: Let it go. (laughs) Do I treat my daughter like a hoe? No.
0: No, no. Do I
1: respect black women? Yes. Is my daughter going to be a strong black woman? Yes. Thank you. Like that's how I would have responded Send to that. post. Like, <laughs> bye. Like Kevin
0: in. Hart needs you as a publicist. <laughs> right, there, right there. He didn't have the right people in his corner. Somebody like somebody should have took his phone from him. Like bro, what are you doing?
2: All right, it's time to wrap it up. It's time for our first Ask Q question. Comes from John Cook, who sent us a message on Facebook. And Alicia will read it for us.
1: So, first question, he says, question for all three of you. What are your musical influences now, compared to 20 years ago? And how does music influence you currently? Q?
0: Well, damn. well... 20 years ago, I say only a few people has even crept in the spot. Like has kind of influenced me in today's time. A lot of rap, like I appreciate a lot of good music, but you know, to be influenced, you got to be pretty great to be influenced by great. So it's not. I don't say there's too many. It's like the Snoop Dogs and the Tupacs and the Biggies that you know. I mean, really didn't came in. But music, like to me, that's life. So, you know, I okay. use So music who from,
1: were your musical influences 20 years ago?
0: That's the Tupac's and the Biggie's. And oh, okay. You know I mean? And nobody's and really
1: taken their place yeah, as a current?
0: Not as a current, but like I said, I've, I've got an ear for all new music. I yeah. love listening to new artists and et cetera, but like, it's not too many who've came in and... Yeah, influential to you. Yeah, yeah, like, and just been... a mipsy, mipsy hustle.
2: I would say, one, music is moved. So I listen to the type of music I listen to is based on how I'm feeling at the time. I listen to a lot of different stuff. Um, when I was younger, influence, I'm from the East Coast, so I would say people like Run DMC, Rakim, Nas, like those are like the people that, that like, as far as MCs and hip hop, that was the first people i got into and now i think my music tastes have actually probably changed to where i listen to a lot less hip hop and i listen to a lot more like jazz and r&b and soul music so like now i listen to a shitload of anthony hamilton <laughs> so for me it's just i, I, I don't think I don't think I've necessarily picked up new artists as I have just more changed genres.
1: Me and music have a weird relationship. I don't I don't listen to music based on the artist, I don't listen to music based on the name of the song. I listen to music based on the way that it sounds, I guess. Like I'm horrible with artists. I'm horrible with songs. Like name that tune it would be the worst game for me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like I don't know. But I list, I've always been someone who listens to all different styles of music. Granted, okay. when I was, you know, 13, I was, you know, definitely more in the pop genre. You know, Britney, Christina, you know, Justin Timberlake and, you know, Backstreet Boys. Like, hi, 13-year-old mm-hmm. girl. Like, that That was my, like, you know, basic influence. But I also, at the same time, liked Blink-182 and Linkin Park. And, you know, which is... A vastly different genre and I feel like now I've just added more things to that like that okay. arsenal it's about mood more so than uh, you know like genre or whatever okay. it, it, how, what what vibe we want to set that's the kind <laughs> of music we're gonna listen to
0: I'm with y'all on that I yeah. listen to like as you know, artist and making music you appreciate all the music you know right. what I mean like it doesn't matter like who's making it really you you know i listen to all, all, all music if you played anything is you really, really heard you like yo will turn that off unless you done burnt it out <laughs> i want to give back a shout out to john john used to be my
2: platoon sergeant hey oh cool yeah yeah, yeah. that's who that dude is thank you okay <laughs> thank you for listening john i and appreciate you, you brother keep listening Our next question comes from Desiree S. She emailed it on the Anchor website. So she must be listening on Anchor. And she says, Why are there only three videos on Q's YouTube?
0: (laughs) And does he have more music available? Ooh. The three videos is because Q has been lazy. As we speak, <laughs> I actually I actually been talking to my video dude. Like, we was just talking about doing another video. We actually got a lot. Of, yes, I got new music coming in the works for you, too. Okay. <laughs> so, Desiree, Q's lazy,
2: but he about to get on his shit just because you asked about it. Just so, when you, you see more it. videos popping up on his YouTube, just know you had a hand in that.
0: <laughs> Word. Thank
2: <laughs> you for calling him out.
0: For real. (laughs) And we want to thank
2: everybody that's listening to the show. We've been getting a good turnout, so you guys are actually tuning in. It's good to get feedback, so send us more. We
0: appreciate y'all. We're out of
1: here. (laughs) Bye.